Mike, get your boots and hat, son. We're going to Texas. <laughs> that startled me. I wasn't expecting that amount of energy. Well, I guess those stars at night, they're big and bright, and they're making you all excited, aren't they? Today, we're going back to the town of West Texas. I like the space there. I've been wondering all day, how were you going to do that? West Texas. You may remember our episode on the train crash at Crush, Texas. That was just a few minutes away. So we're back in that general area. Just wanted to check on a map now, which I hadn't thought to do. Like, is West Texas in West Texas? City of West Texas. It is... I'm zooming out. Kinda? It is in Eastern Texas. It's kind of between Dallas... It's right in between Dallas and Austin. Mm -hmm. Your name is a lie. Yes. Well... Okay, so people have probably seen by now the word explosion in the title of this episode. Mm. I'm just going to naturally assume that there is at least a place in time where I would have not wanted to have visited West Texas. That's, uh, that's true. I'm sure West Texas is nice enough, but uh, the story we're covering today is, is not so much. Today we are talking about the West Fertilizer Company explosion, which took place on April 17th, 2013. I remember it it was all over the news here. For good reason. Yeah. Uh, West Fertilizer Company was founded in 1962, and it supplied a range of chemicals to farmers in the surrounding area. It also stored numerous chemicals and various pieces of equipment dotted around the company's land, as well as supplying. When I was writing this, I did think about the the Great Beer Flood that we talked about recently mm-hmm. and how it was like a, a son took on like his father's uh, habit of building too large of containers. And I was like, I wonder if there's something like this here. I don't think there is. Hereditary large containers. If one of my kids grows up to build a podcast cabin, then we know it's in the, in the genes, right? A bigger one. One of the chemicals they had uh, at this fertilizer company was ammonium nitrate which is often used as a high nitrogen form of fertilizer. This material has a really nasty habit of creating heat and gas as it begins to break down. And under certain conditions, this can lead to an explosion. So many explosions, in fact, there's a whole list of them on Wikipedia. This feels like some grade A foreshadowing. (laughs) Right, like, I mean, the word explosion is right in the title. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> uh-huh. I guess so. Uh, all right, let's go back to Texas. Right In 2006, a complaint of an ammonia smell was made to the state of Texas from locals, and the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality investigated it. It ended up citing the uh, West Fertilizer Company for not having a permit for two storage tanks that contained anhydrous ammonia. <laughs> We just having it laying around? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same year, the EPA fined the owners $2,300 for failing to file some risk management paperwork on time. Six years later, the U.S. Department of Transportation's Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration, who named that, by the way? Was there nothing else? <laughs> yeah, but you know exactly was what there they nothing do. Else? I actually don't know what they do. they administer safety for pipeline and hazardous materials okay well you need your pipes to be safer anyway the uh further fined the facility five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for violations regarding anhydrous ammonia storage i mean joking aside this is a very specific federal Mm -hmm. agency 
But these stories do paint a picture of mismanagement at the plant. Other reports claim that chemicals were routinely stolen by those looking to create meth, and that the perimeter of the area was not monitored or even fenced. The no fencing, right? Like, I don't get that. What are you doing? What, like, it protects your stuff. It's not even like if you don't care about the fact that people are making <laughs> like you get to keep your things. Uh, anyway, I feel yeah. like we should defend the anhydrous ammonia tanks themselves. Uh, after the explosion, they were still intact on the site. So this isn't a tank problem. But more on that after the break. This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Squarespace. Say that you're a business and you want a website to tell people what you do. Maybe you want to sell goods or services online. You want to have a blog. You want to have a place to put your videos. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for doing all of that stuff. You get to build a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. With Squarespace, you can use insights to grow your business. If you've ever wondered where people are coming from, where are these site visitors coming from, where are sales coming from, which channels are being the most effective, you can analyze all of that in Squarespace. And those analytics are also tied to Squarespace email campaigns. So you can send a really lovely looking email, get visitors onto the journey of becoming loyal customers. And those built-in analytics are measuring the impact of every email you send. Plus, you can work with their suite of integrated features and useful guides to help maximize prominence of your site among search results. I love building on Squarespace because they have all of these tools in one place. You're not stringing a bunch of different things together, hoping that it's all going to work somehow. It's all there ready for you to go. Head to squarespace.com slash ungenius for a free trial with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ungenius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain name. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash ungenius. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code ungenius to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring Ungenius and supporting Relay FM. On the evening of April 17th, 2013, a fire broke out at the facility of the West Fertilizer Company. Firefighters arrived on the scene, but just 20 minutes after the first 911 call, the fertilizer plant exploded with the full force of nearly 10 tons of TNT. The buildings on the site were vaporized, and the explosion created a crater nearly 100 feet wide. A middle school next door was damaged, as was a two-story apartment building that was ultimately destroyed. A nearby nursing home had to be evacuated due to its damage. In fact, the explosion blew out windows and buildings up to seven miles away. In total, 150 buildings were damaged or destroyed because of this explosion. It took several days for pop-up fires in the area to also be fully extinguished. 15 people were killed, with more than 160 others injured. Among the dead were 10 first responders and two civilians who had volunteered to fight the fire. Obviously tragedy, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. But considering the scale of this explosion, truly unbelievable that there were only 15 people killed. I think it being in the evening uh-huh. probably helped with that. Had this been during like a business day, I think it would have been a lot worse. Uh, understandably, because of what was being stored on the facility, there were fears of secondary explosions. People worried that the smoke coming from the plant may have been toxic. So some area schools and businesses were closed for two weeks. 
State and federal investigators got to work as soon as it was safe to do so, and members of the Texas National Guard were brought in to test air quality and assist both people in the area and the influx of experts looking into what had happened. Investigators quickly zeroed in on an ammonium nitrate fertilizer that had been stored in a plastic bin inside a building used for storing seed and fertilizer. This material was not disclosed to the government, as is required of such businesses. U.S. federal law states that the Department of Homeland Security is supposed to be notified whenever anyone has more than one ton of ammonium nitrate on hand, or 400 pounds if the ammonium nitrate is combined with a combustible material. Isn't basically everything at a fertilizer plant combustible? Indeed it is. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, (laughs) Listeners may remember of a massive explosion in Beirut back in 2020. This was caused by also a huge amount of ammonium nitrate. It is nasty stuff. A full year after the tragedy, the U.S. Chemical Safety and Hazard Investigation Board, or Kazahib, released preliminary results of its investigation. It put blame at the feet of the owners of the facility, who had not disclosed what they had on hand. But it also stated that federal, state, and local regulations about ha- the handling of hazardous materials were inadequate. In the wake of this finding, the government identified 1,351 other facilities storing ammonium nitrate, with many of the areas that they're located in having no real regulation on keeping such facilities away from popular areas. In May of 2016, the U.S. Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives declared that the fire leading to the explosion had been set on purpose and set up a $50,000 reward for information that would lead to an arrest. Many other experts dispute the ATF's findings, however. Uh, I looked into this, and apparently the, the evidence of it being set on purpose is a little thin, but I'm no expert. Seven lawsuits were filed against the owners of the West Fertilizer Company, but an undisclosed settlement was made in at least one of them. In 2018, it was reported that the city of West would receive $10.44 million in settlements of defendants in the litigation around the plant explosion. The West City Council approved the settlement, which includes funds for damages not covered by insurance or grants from state or federal agencies. In 2019, the city of West dedicated a memorial park honoring the 15 people who were killed. The memorial stands 100 yards from where the plant once stood and features stonework explaining the tragedy and contains 15 stone markers set in a circle around a reflecting pool. In terms of legislation, the state of Texas tightened regulations around storing ammonium nitrate and granted authority to the Texas Commission on Environmental Quality and local fire marshals to enforce the regulations. Our thanks to Steve for sending this topic in. Uh, if you want to learn more about this story or about the, the various components of it, check out our notes, uh, relay.fm slash ungenius slash 157. While you're there, you can send a link to your own favorite or weird Wikipedia topic. It'll go on our list. You can also do that on Twitter. The show is at ungenius. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me on Twitter at ISMH. Till next time, we're in Texas, Mike. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.